yeah, it's finally here. This is it. Simply Steph. Yeah, yeah. Treasures of the heart. Philadelphia's finest. Loving relationships. It's going down, y'all. By my wife, Stephanie Dion Johnson. Hey, baby, y'all. Never know what's going on. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. And I pray that you are enjoying your day thus far. I certainly am. And I am just so grateful for another opportunity to open up my eyes this morning. The word of God says in Psalm 118 verse 24 that this is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord, not any of us. This is the day that the Lord has made. And it says that we should rejoice and be glad in it. And I don't know about you, but I am rejoicing this morning. I am out enjoying some fresh air. Had to get up, go to one of my gym locations, get my workout on before I go take care of the things that I need to take care of this day. I've been trying to get around to um, (laughs) podcasting for several days, but I've been so busy. And believe it or not, I am still dealing with uh, (laughs) bronchitis and strep throat. And I was told by the doctor about six days ago, it was actually Valentine's Day, to actually Rest. I think I forced myself to stay in one day and kind of rested. Not really too much going on, but I am, you know, taking my antibiotics as well as my son who also has bronchitis. And even in that, I can say all is well because it could be something so, so, so much worse right now. And there are so many people out here that aren't even able to get up out of the bed. There are so many people who do not have the use of their limbs. You know, we can always look at, you know, in fact, there are some people who do not have limbs. You know, we can always look at um, other people's situations and many people compare and think that the grass is always green on the other side. Everyone else always has something better going on, but there is a whole landscape out there of people, not just in third world countries, right here in the good old US of A. There are many people who would love to trade places with many of us. So that in itself should make us grateful. I'm just going to be on for a little bit. I do have to go make a few more moves and um, have an appointment this afternoon and just a whole lot going on. But there were some things that I wanted to share. Um, Last week, I ran into a young man and I I wanted to tell talk a little bit. I'm not going to, you know, disclose his name or anything, but I did tell him, you know, I got to mention this on my podcast because I know that our meeting um, was a divine appointment. And so before I get into that, let me just mention 
what is playing in the background is actually um, a CD of mine that I did, wow, more than 10 years ago, probably about a good 12 years ago. Um, it's called Simply Steph, Treasures of the Heart. And it is a poetry CD to um, hip hop music. And just the backdrop really quick, I mentioned it, you know, probably in an episode or two older episodes. Um, my husband and I were invited to a poetry event at a church that we, you know, used to sing at. And I was asked to MC um, this event. And we sang, or I know I sang that night. And, you know, we were very involved in some of the things going on at this church. And they asked me to MC. And I, at the time, you know, I had already written poetry and things, but I wasn't really doing much uh, with my poetry. And then one day I put it, you know, in book format. And a lot of people came up and they were reading their poetry and some of it was actually really good, but I found it kind of boring. And so, you know, because they were just kind of like reading it. And I said to, you know, my husband, uh, when we were leaving, I said, you know, I kind of enjoyed that. And he said, well, you should have did some of your poetry. And I said, well, I don't really think that I just want to, you know, read it. I said, I like to do something different like, you know, put it to music or whatever, something like that, you know? And he said, well, all right, let's do it. He said, you know, find some music that you want to put to it. And, you know, we had tracks at home. And so I did. And the next day we started recording and the CD was birthed and we handed out copies. Um, I gave a copy to, um, his sister was working in a salon at the time and I gave her a copy and she put it in and I was told on many occasions that the owner of the salon, Cheryl, really beautiful um, Christian lady, very, very beautiful lady. She enjoyed the CD so much that she wouldn't take it out of the changer. And so a lot of women got to come in and hear the CD and people were making comments and like, oh, wow, I really like that. I like what she's talking about. And, you know, that's different. And so that's how this CD was um, birthed. And so that is what's in the background. And hopefully it's not coming through very loud because I have no control over it. So anyway, um, I was out and this was, I think, the day after Valentine's Day, because I know I shouldn't have been out, but I went into a store and I was at the counter and a young man came in and I turned quickly and just kind of, you know, did that little 30 second gloss over. I, you know, turned back around and I was ordering something. And so I heard him ask for an application the man didn't really understand what he was saying. So finally he, you know, understood him and he, you know, got him an application. So the gentleman went and he sat at a table and I was over there, you know, kind of across from him and I was waiting for, you know, what I had ordered. And I know it was the Holy Spirit because it was just a quiet voice and that voice said to tell him about 
another location is a you know a newer location or whatever and so I was there about I guess about five more minutes or whatever so when I got my order I walked over to the table next to him and I just said excuse me I said are you familiar with this area and he said not really is it somewhere nearby so I said well the reason why I'm asking is because they have a new location over there it's much bigger blah 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 they were hiring um for several positions and things like that so he said oh wow really what oh I can find out where so I said um I'm not trying to discourage you from you know putting in the application he said no 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 that's fine he said um I'll still do this he said because I live near here and I said okay cool so then I just I was about to leave and then I said um do you have any you know um applications online um do you have anything like with indeed and this that and the other and um, I told him that I had recently, back in November, gotten a position through Indeed. And he was saying, well, I, I'm just a little leery about some of these positions because I don't know, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> he said, I don't know which, you know, is really legit. So I was just telling him some kind of ways to kind of gauge through it and stuff like that. So now I'm going back to my employment days when I used to do employment workshops and I wrote a book, you know, a small book entitled Simply Becoming Simply Employable in No Time at All, stemming from those workshops that I did with a colleague of mine. And so now I'm, I'm talking to him about 10 minutes or so. And then he folds up the application and I said, no, don't let me stop you. He said, no, no, no. He said, I, I, I have to go now. He said, but I'm, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to look into some of these other avenues. So I said, OK. So when we went outside we're kind of walking and talking and I'm, you know, giving him some advice about the area because, you know, he said, well, I've only been here for, um, two years now. I said, okay, I've been in this area for 21 years. So I'm quite familiar with it. And then I said, I looked at him and I said, you just look like somebody from Philly. And he got this look on his face. He said, ma'am, I'm from Philly. I said, no, no, no. He said, ma'am, I just moved here two years ago from Philadelphia. I said, what area? He started naming streets. I said, oh, I grew up by there. Yes, I know this place. And so now this conversation has escalated and it turned into something else. So I said, now I know why I was sitting here because I was debating if I was even going to stop in the area, you know, because I had somewhere to be by a certain time. But I said, you know what? No, I'll stop. So that was a divine appointment. And so now we're talking, we're talking Philly, we're talking this. And, you know, I'm like, he's like, where did you, you know, come from? You know, and I'm like telling him. And then I told him the street that we actually moved to is very near where he moved from. When I told him the street that my father lives on, he said, I know that block. Oh my gosh, I know that area. So I said, okay, now I'm really going to have to help you. You know, I said, you, you from home, you fam. Like he was like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. Um, he said, you know, I just been praying and praying and praying. He was like, you know, my car just got repossessed and this and that. And I said, been there, done that. And God always, you know, provides, he takes care, you know, so now I'm ministering to him 
and we we just talked, we just vibed. And I'm just like, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. I said, you're doing the right thing. That's because a lot of times when people, you know, get in these type of situations, they just sit back as maybe it's like a pity party or a, a, a defeated feeling. And I've been there, you know, in the past, but, you know, I said, you're up, you're pounding the pavements, you're doing, you're taking action. Something's going to come through for you. So I said, sometimes God, and then I said, you know what? He was asking me, you know, for my contact information and he wanted to know where he could find my book on Amazon. So he was like, could you, you know, send me the link? So we kept talking and his phone kept closes. I said, look, go ahead and open this up so I can put my information in here so it won't keep locking. And then he said, um, when I finished, he said, oh, he said, you were about to say something, God, this, you know. So when I, um, you know, told him, I said, sometimes God just wants to see what we're going to do in the moment. Are we going to be impatient? Are we going to do this? Are we going to go the wrong route? I said, you know, you're from Philly. I said, so just like I know, I said, you know, there are a lot of ways and a lot of avenues to make money and not all of them are legit. I said, he said, oh yeah. He said, I got that Philly hustle in me. I said, exactly. I said, so you're doing the right thing. Just continue to hold. So he said, ma'am, you are so discerning and so perceptive. He said, he said, not even 10 minutes you know where I'm from. You're speaking things that he said, my God, I'm, I'm so grateful. He was very, very grateful. Very, very nice young man. Very nice spirit. He was like, I thank you so much. I thank you so much just for taking the time. And he was like, and you're dealing with some, I said, oh man, if I even stood here and tried to tell you half of what I'm going through, I said, that would be an encouragement in itself. You know, he asked me, you know, was I taking any medicine? I said, yeah, they prescribed antibiotics. And then he was like, okay. He said, well, you know, you got to get your rest and things like that. I said, what is that? <laughs> you know, there's so much going on. He said, I, I feel you. I, I feel you. So, um, we left um, that place and I went where I was going. And about 20 minutes later, I received um, some texts from him, you know, give me his name. We just met and please send me the link to your book. So I, I responded later. And then I sent them another um, message about two days later to let them know that I actually had some copies of the book at home. So we reconnected on yesterday and um, I told him, you know, I have the copy of the book and I just wanted to bless him with it. And so I gave him the book and I asked him, I said, have you, you know, gotten anything else as far as you know, um, putting in, he said, yeah, yeah, I actually did. And I have a job interview today and it's kind of in the field that I'm in. So, you know, just pray for me. And so, yes, I did. I said like two prayers for him. And I, I just know that God is looking out for him. And I'm so glad for, um, you know, just that little short meetings. Like we never know I don't care what's going on. There's always going to be something to deal with. And honestly, I'm being very, very honest. After that, some things escalated in my own situation. It's like this devil is really, really, really busy. 
This week, I've had to talk to two of my lawyers about some new things that are kind of developing in this situation. And I'm just like, you know, it's never ending, but you can hear the sound of my voice. I'm not down. I'm not defeated. I'm not even giving place to the enemy. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. I know what's about to take place. I know that I'm right at breakthrough door. (laughs) I know that the devil is just mad because he just cannot get me down. I don't care which way you try to come. It is not going to work. Why? Because the Bible says in Isaiah 54 and 17, and I just read it a few times on yesterday, it says the weapon will form. The weapon will form. He has to try his hand. The weapon will form. He will use whoever he can. Excuse me. I need a little water. He will use whoever he can, just like God's purpose had to be accomplished. Jesus had to go to the cross. He needed a Judas. He needed a Judas to give him up. Why do we think that is going to be any different in our lives? We're going to have Judases in our lives. We're going to have People who will smile in our faces. We used to say this back in Philly. They'll smile in your face with a dagger in their hand, stabbing you in the back at the same time and smiling like, I'm not doing anything. I have somebody in my life like that. And this is a person, you know, it's interesting. I I was reflecting on some of the promises and some of the prophecies that I received that I'm not talking about you know, people just saying things in the air. I've had plenty of those, but I have CDs full of all kinds of prophecies and recordings spanning from when I was 12 up until, you know, close to 50 as far as the recorded prophecies. And so I know what God has said. And one of the um, pastors, this is not only recorded um, on, you know, on a recording, it actually was recorded live and was on Facebook and YouTube. And he said to me, there's somebody in your life trying to put witchcraft on you. He said, and you know, this had been married several times, even over a prayer line in California. So I know the spirit that I'm dealing with. And he said, and what's so sad about it, is somebody that should be with you, somebody that should be working with you. And I said, mm-hmm. he said, somebody don't want to go, you know, he said, but that, we ain't worried about that. He said, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And so I understand that. And so I stand on that word and I sit back and I just shake my head because it's like, oh, only if you really understood what you're doing. And this is a message I want somebody out there to get as I'm about to close this out. The Bible says, touch not mine anointed and do my profit no harm. Some people are ignorant and some people know full well what they're doing, but I'm here to assure you today that no matter what, the weapon will not 
prosper. And as I continue on with my daily tasks, I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. And I'm going to continue to give God his glory. It's already worked out for my good. You be blessed.